Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Tuesday, January 31st. Did I say that? January 31st, last day of this month. Um, hey, we've got a lot of earnings coming out today. Uh, yesterday, we gave up quite a bit on the marketplace. We'll talk about that more when Dave joins us here in just a few moments. Before we do, though, let's not forget that uh, there are so many things that you and I cannot control. However, your portfolio, the risk you have in your portfolio is not one of them. You have control over that. But you need to know where you are, how much risk is in your portfolio versus how much risk should be in your portfolio. Give us a call, 863-382-0037. That's exactly why we developed our core retirement design. That's 863-382-0037. Hey, looking forward to a 30-minute conversation with you soon. And then we got Dave. Coming up right now. I'm Toto, Rosanna, Morning Dave, and it's 8.40 now, 20 before 9. Check in on your finances, see whether or not your 401k and IRA have any hope of going up today. I hate to be a spoiler about it, but the odds are against it. Let's find out if the mind will change after we talk to Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services, who's on the phone. Philip, good morning. How are you today? Good morning, Dave. Hey, it's hard for me to uh -oh. believe. You there we go. Me? I got you. I'm sorry uh, I lost you for a second. Got, there we got go. It. Got to push the right buttons there. Um, uh, yeah, we, we've been changing power supplies around here, and all my buttons get neutralized overnight, and sometimes I get confused. It's it's hard to believe, Dave, that this is the last day of January. Do we have to go through a first month of the year that fast? I mean, oh. it's just flying by. Absolutely. And uh, the second and the last day in January was not all that terribly pretty. We ended up down 260 points on the Dow, down 53 on the S&P yesterday, and the NASDAQ was down almost two full percent yesterday, down 228 points. My first question of you when we got on the phone before we went on the air was, it looked from the charts yesterday like like just a railroad engine running out of steam. I mean, it just gradually fell starting at 10 o'clock, and nothing really affected it one way or the other. It was just slowing down all day, and we ended up to the negative side. There really wasn't anything that came out yesterday that drove the market that direction, that at least I can find. No, there's really not. I, I mean, I, I read a couple little blips here and there, but one uh... – one guy that uh, trading guy that uh, does a lot of shorting feels like that this, um, you know, that we're in some some weird territory. Never seen this in the 25 years he's been doing this. Um, that the the earnings that they're seeing during this bear market, he still says we're in a bear market, um, are really still stocks are overpriced, and um, yeah, he he thinks that. Uh, <laughs> hold on. He thinks the uh, S and P five hundred needs to get down somewhere between eighteen hundred and twenty four hundred. Did somebody tell him to shut up? Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe his report came out at ten o'clock yesterday morning. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, every time I hear somebody say, we've never seen this before, my first question is whether or not they've crossed puberty yet. Because, I mean, bad earnings seasons, 
they happen. I mean, and this is one of them in which, you know, a far smaller number of the S&P 500 are beating earnings expectations than expected. And uh, I mean, but it's still more than half of the 500 biggest companies in the nation are beating expectations. Granted, like we were talking yesterday, the, uh, I mean, you know, the, uh, the absolute numbers compared to last year are off. But at the same time, in terms of doing what they say they were going to do, it's a lousy earnings season, but still more than half the companies out there are still doing what they say they were going to do. So, you know, crummy earnings seasons? I mean, you know, hey, tell me you've never seen those before? Get real, guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think this is a guy that he's he's shortened Tesla. He's shortened GameStop. He's shortened, you know, all those guys. So, um, Kind of got yeah. an incentive to talk exactly. the market down a little, doesn't he? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah, he really does, doesn't he? You always kind of have to look at the motors behind him down the line. Talking about the uh, earnings season, the reports and everything, I ran across something interesting. Because, uh, you said bear market. He says we're still in a bear market. Well, the NASDAQ still is in bear territory. Uh, so I did a little bit of looking down the line. Now, we talk about how growth stocks are affected by interest rates and everything, and the rising interest rates have good to NASDAQ. That's true. But look at it on a history basis. Go to the last bear market we had. NASDAQ has gained up to its original peak right before we started this this last bear market, went up over 1,500% from the dip we had back in the 08-09 recession. 1,500% gains. Compare that to the mainline blue chips on the S&P. They were up by 609%. The growth stocks were the biggest beneficiary of this of the bull market that we had. So does it come as a surprise to anybody, even this kid that's never seen this before, that they're going to crash a little bit worse when we hit bear market territory, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Though This is no kid. Go. This guy's got you know 25 years experience, 30 years experience doing this. He's ran through two bear markets. So, so sorry, he, he's old, not I'm a young guy, but... I'm old. I'm on Social Security. A kid is somebody with only 25 years experience. <laughs> uh, call me a cynic. Start us out with the government data dump this morning, and it's just a drip of a dump, but it's good news, especially given the fact we're going into a Federal Reserve meeting where they're going to talk interest rates over the next 48 hours. 8.30 this morning, they came out with the Employment Cost Index number. One of the things that the Federal Reserve has been watching, the cost of labor, and the fourth quarter of last year, they expected the cost of labor to go up 1.1%. We're making more, not as much as we were expected to, only a 1% increase during the fourth quarter. That's kind of in that sweet spot area, in the range of what we were expected, but a little better from a stock market or from an interest rate standpoint than expected. And from what I'm seeing on my ticker, we had a little bit of a positive reaction out of the indexes off of that. Just a tad. I mean, not not uh, not enough to to be running home about. But um, you know, and so that is kind of good news. How, but there's some things coming out today that are going to be vitally important i think you got the case shiller home price index at nine yes. o'clock that's going to be important as well as the consumer confidence index comes out at 10 this morning and i see the uh, housing price index report coming up as well from the fhfa and that'll make a difference too because if we're seeing a major decline in home values around the country that'll end up giving some more information as far as the state of that market as well Yes, it will. So so that'll give us some housing information coming out this morning. 
And that does move the market by a bit, just because, as we said, the housing market, and especially construction of new housing, uh, ends up giving us a major picture as far as what it does to other markets and other, other business categories as well. But we've got a relatively slow start on data, but a whole pile of reports from household names. The one that caught my eye earliest was uh, Pfizer. I saw a top-line news item that said Pfizer's quarterly report said that they were expecting a 33% drop in sales during the year 2023. And I'm going to assume that's probably not Viagra. Well, yeah, yeah that, that's not even mentioned in the report anywhere. Uh, <laughs> Could so it be they a did, COVID vaccine, yeah. They, they had a mixed report, though, though right? So um, earnings and revenue guidance for the full year came in below expectations. That's what's driving the stock this morning. Um, a matter of fact, Pfizer said that the revenue from two of his drugs, um, and I'll probably mess these up drastically, but uh, Comirnaty and Prolac, something like that anyway, um, are expected to fall 64 and 58% respectively. Cool. So that's a significant drop in those, uh, those drugs. So uh, they closed down. Uh, about a half a percent yesterday. They're down another 2.6% this morning. Yeah, my wisecrack about Viagra, I was just assuming they were rejecting that COVID vaccine sales were going to be way down this year as well, which I was kind of assuming was driving it. But what you're mentioning, and I can't pronounce them either, are some of their more adventurous introductions. Yeah, and like I said, the COVID vaccines wasn't really even mentioned any in the report that I've got anyway. Hmm. That's intriguing. Other household names. I hear you got some big ones out there. We do. Let's talk about McDonald's. Um, so McDonald's uh, was expected to, to make about $2.49 a share. It beat by $0.10, cent, came in at $2.59. Uh, revenue beat as well. Um, but, but they're sh- dropping a little bit this morning. They say that customers are increasing their visits. Um and one of the things they say is 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 that because of inflation, you know, they're the kind of the low cost provider for meals, right? So they're seeing mm-hmm. a bump in that. But that short term inflation is also putting pressure on them from a cost standpoint and uh, and a labor standpoint. So they're actually trading down a little bit today, I think, on expectations for this next quarter and some of the costs they've got to incur. Um, they're down about one point eight percent this morning. Off of a good history report and a, a neutral to eh, projection for the year ahead. Exactly. So, mm. uh, okay. yeah, heading down anyway. Um, General Motors reported. I think they're the first uh, automotive company to report. Well, Tesla, I guess, reported. But, um, you know, gas vehicle powered. How's that? Um, okay. General Motors reported, and they had a good quarter. They came in at... Uh, uh, at two dollars and twelve cents versus a dollar sixty-eight that they were expected to earn, revenue top forecast as well. Um, they really had a, a good quarter for them. They're trading up over five percent this morning. I saw them toward the top of my winner list, and that's always a surprise when it's General Motors. <laughs> we got Ford reports later um, this week, so uh, they're getting a little bump off of that action plus. Um, lowering the price on their Mach-E electric uh, pickup truck. So that's also helping Ford out a little bit this morning. 
We also did, got curiosity. Did go General Mo- did, did GM mention that they were dropping any prices on the electrics? You just mentioned Ford dropping the F one fifty electric. Tesla made a whole bunch of noise about dropping their car prices. Did GM say anything about uh, price competition in their report? In the little tidbit I have, it doesn't say anything about that. Uh, you know, I have about a paragraph out of the whole report. So, okay. um, yeah, the um, then we got UPS reported and uh, they beat analyst expectations as well. Uh, they came in at three dollars and sixty two cents a share versus three fifty nine revenue actually beat by uh, I'm sorry. Revenue came in about a billion dollars short of expectations. They came in at 27 billion. They were expected to come in at 28 billion of revenue. Wow. Um, yeah. So a little bit of a miss uh, on the revenue side, but uh, they Only made a it billion, on the profit. You know, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. They, but they made it on the profit and let's face it, what hits the bottom line, that's what's important. And so they're actually trading up this morning uh, about 2%. All right. So uh, let's talk about housing real quick before we go. Um, yeah. Pulte Homes is reported. And uh, so I think they're the first housing group uh, maybe to report. They, uh, they had a, a really good quarter. Uh, they reported earnings of $3.63 versus $2.93 that was expected. Uh, revenue beat substantially as well. And so Pulte is up 1.9% this morning. And let's hope the other housing numbers come in as well this morning. That's utterly fascinating to me. Did, did, did they say, did, did you see anything in the summary that you saw as far as sector or anything? I mean, it, all we're getting is bad news in the housing market right now. And then to have one of the major home builders come in and slam through their numbers, that's a surprise. Yeah, it is. Um, they did say that they're, they were actually able to increase their gross margin last year for year over year. So that that may have helped them last quarter. I'm not sure that they're going to be able to continue that, but but at least for now, they've been able to increase their gross margins. But you do make a point. There's another shoe to drop next quarter, isn't there? Yeah, exactly. You know, it's always, <laughs> what are you doing for me now? Uh, yeah, resetting the table off day yesterday on Wall Street. NASDAQ was the biggest victim, down almost 2%. 45 minutes before we open this morning, what are we looking at today, Philip? Dave, I'm going to tell you, the indexes are liking what they're seeing so far this morning because they've almost doubled since I started watching them this morning. The Dow is up uh, about three-tenths of a percent. That's $95. S&P 500 is up about four-tenths. That's $15. And the NASDAQ 100 is up a third. That's $41. So everything's looking pretty good from that standpoint. Now, the other side of the coin, not so good. we got silver retreating another one, a little over 1% down to $23.48 an ounce. Gold's down a quarter of a percent. Crude oil is down a third of a percent, down below where it was yesterday. It's $77.65 a barrel right now, Dave. We'll take that happily. Overseas markets are pretty much all off. The Asian rim responded to yesterday by being off around a half a percent in the middle of their performance. Europe is looking at our futures from a little while ago, and these are delayed quotes. They may be turning the corner, too, as we turn positive, down by about a quarter percent on most of their exchanges. Keeping tabs on your retirement? Are you thinking about, I may not be able to retire? That means you need a better plan. How do I find you to get that plan, Philip? Dave, that's why we developed our core retirement design. Give us a call, 382-0037.
to schedule your core retirement design phone consultation. And then catch us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730, 95.3 FM. And back here again tomorrow morning about the same time on light. Philip, thank you so much. I wish you a good day. All right, man. You have a good one. I'll talk to you in the morning. Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope you'll join us again tomorrow, same time, same place. Until then, I'll see you in 24 hours. Bye now.